there and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here in our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So today we are going to talk about schedules and being busy, busy, and not wearing our busyness as a badge of honor, how to glorify and honor God with our time. So many people in our culture are so overwhelmed. We all feel it. We're all doing all the things, especially at this time of year with school starting up, whether you're a homeschooler or you send your children to school. It's just busy, but we're going to talk about that from the lens of how we should be using our time uh, and what God says about our time. So I am really excited about this episode because I really just want to not give you like, here's 10 steps to being less busy, or here's the planner you should use to organize your life. I really want to point you to Jesus. I feel like everybody out there tells you how to manage your time. But really, if you want to manage your time, you need to go to the Lord and let him lead you in your time. So I'm excited about this episode. Before we start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a wonderful homeschool curriculum provider. They are Christ-centered, biblically-based. They have curriculum for K-12, traditional textbook, digital, online. They have it all. We've always, always loved their science curriculum, especially their elementary science, but they also have math. They have a biblical worldview. Um, they have writing. They have everything. Go check them out at Apologia.com because right now you can still save up to 25% for their homeschool uh, celebration sale this summer, but that is ending soon. So go stock up for the year because that is a really good discount. You can also register for a free homeschool boot camp if you're considering homeschooling or struggling to continue homeschooling your kids. Apologia's free homeschool boot camp is packed with practical tips and encouragement to help you on your homeschool journey. How awesome is that? I also want to remind you that if you're a homeschooler, right now is a great time to grab one of my books on Amazon. Uh, I have three homeschooling books that so many women tell me at this time of year they read just to like get their focus, get their mindset before starting the school year. I have called home. I have uh, the Simple Homeschool and Real Homeschool. Um, you can find those at Amazon. Like I said, I also, if you're not a homeschooler, I have got something for you. I've got the Simply Living for Him uh, devotional for less clutter and more joy. And I am super excited about that devotional because it is something to really help you stay focused in God's word. It's not just a devotional where you're going to hear what I think about God's word, but you're going to really get to sit and spend time with the Lord. There's plenty of space for note taking and journal writing and really digging into the word for yourself. So you can go and find that at apologia.com as well. Not apologia, amazon.com. And uh, now we're going to get started on this episode. I'm super excited. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee and enjoy. So today I want to talk about a, a subject that 
I think applies to everyone. At some point in your life, you have probably said, I'm just too busy. And you have maybe felt overwhelmed by your schedule, overwhelmed by all of the things on your to-do list, overwhelmed by your calendar. And we often get very wrapped up. I think our culture promotes busyness. Busyness is a badge of honor. We equate busyness with success often. I think we think of it as, if I'm busy, then I will be perceived as successful. The more I do, the more I am worth. The more I do, the more people will think that I am you know, living the good life or whatever it is. So I want to talk about the different types of busyness because you can be very busy, but if you're busy just doing things for the sake of being busy or it becomes a burden, then that's a red flag. But if you're busy doing the things of the Lord, you're busy doing the things God called you to do, and you're busy doing the things that bear fruit, that's a whole different type of busyness. Now, I will preface this to say, I get very overwhelmed with a full calendar. You guys would laugh at me because I'm like literally looking at my schedule next week and if I have like more than one thing <laughs> like out of the house or something on a day or if every day is, you know, uh, filled with something, I start to get stressed. And I am a homebody. I like to be home. So... I don't do well in that whole busyness culture of being like, you know, running from this activity that at, to that activity, especially when my kids were little, that was like not my cup of tea. Uh, but yeah, we have to talk about, like I said, the two different kinds of busy because there are times in my life where I am super busy, where I'm traveling, where I'm homeschooling, where I'm doing all the things. And um, if those are the things that I'm doing that I feel like are bearing fruit. It's a whole, it, it's not as overwhelming. So we're going to talk about that. But I just wanted to, you know, start out, like I said, by kind of thinking about how busyness is viewed in our culture. And it's important if you're out there. So like if you're just beginning your school year, whether you're a homeschooler or your children go to school outside of the home, you know what I mean. It's like at this time of the year, summer's ending, summer's winding down. Many of you have started school already. And it's like all of a sudden you're in the, you switch modes into this like, you know, scheduled mode and it becomes overwhelming. So I really want to do this topic at this time of year because I feel like I would love to just kind of be a voice out there to give you a little bit of peace in the midst of what may be starting a busy season or give you a little direction or focus. Maybe it's like, you know, choosing what things you actually should be doing or not. I do homeschool consulting and a lot of times I talk about this with my clients and I, I explain to them, you know, you have to evaluate what kinds of things you really want to be investing your time in because let's face it, our time is given to us by God and how we use that, we have to answer to him. You know, are we using our time accordingly? Are we making the most, as it says in Ephesians, are we making the most of every opportunity? Our time is actually limited. Someday our time on earth will run out and we don't think about that enough. I think we just think about the here and now in this moment, but you know, we have been given, and we don't know the amount given, but we have been given a finite amount of time. 
And we will have to answer to the Lord for how we used our time. You know, we use our time, our talent, our treasure. We need to steward all those things well. And just as we need to budget and steward our money, we need to budget and steward our time as well. And so you have to know your priorities. You have to know your goals in life. And everything you're doing with your time should be Am I using this to uh, achieve that goal or that priority? Now, I would say that all of us, our goal, if we are Christians and we're walking with the Lord, our goal should be to seek Him first in all we do to build the kingdom of God. Our main goal every day should be to keep God at the center of everything we do. And see, that's the key to then managing your time. And if you are keeping God at the center you are letting him lead you in all things, then how you spend your time is going to be so different than if you're just either filling up your schedule because you think you need to keep up with the Joneses and you think your kids need to be well-rounded. So they must do karate. They must do enrichment classes. They must do softball, soccer, you know, whatever it is. They must do art classes. They must have their play dates. They must do that. You know, If you feel like you're just trying to keep up with the Joneses, and you're not actually using your time as a steward of what God has given you, and you're not keeping him at the center, and you're not letting him lead, then you are going to get overwhelmed and um, you know burdened as well. And so number one, most importantly, at the beginning of the school year, at the beginning of this kind of new season for, you know, even if you don't have children, it's like seasons change, right? You go from summer to fall. And so at this time, it's a really good time to evaluate with the Lord how you are using your time. First thing you need to do is pray. Start praying. Do you guys do that? Do you pray to the Lord before you fill in your calendar? Do you pray to God and ask Him to lead you in the way you steward and use your time? You know, um, <clears throat> you want to remember that we don't just want a calendar that is filled up, but we want to be filled up on Him. And if our goal in life is to live for Him, then everything on our calendar will reflect that. And it starts by going to Him and asking Him to lead you in your choices. And asking him to lead you in the activities that your family is involved in. So I would say the number one thing you need to do before you fill out your calendar is to get filled up on him. Spend some time in God's word and then talk to him. Be like, Lord, I want to use my time well. Go to the Bible and see what the Bible has to say about how you spend your time. That would be a great way to get in the proper mindset before you start choosing activities, before you start filling up your calendar, go see what the Lord has to say about how you spend your time. Don't listen to what the world has to say. The world will tell you, be busy, busy, busy. The Lord will tell you, do this, do that. You know, the Lord will tell, I mean, the Lord, the world will tell you, you need to do all these things to be successful. Let's, let's ask God. <laughs> He's really the one we're following. Lord, how will my days be successful in your eyes? Lord, how will I spend my time in your eyes? And then guess what? He answers us. We have God's word, the Bible. He speaks to us in his word. You don't have to be out there and be like, well, I don't know what God wants for me. 
We have this beautiful gift of his word, which is his communication to us. So start there. See what God has to say about how we spend our time and then spend time in prayer and be like, Lord, please lead me. Please lead me in the activities. And then the next step is to surrender, surrender your calendar, submit your calendar to the Lord. Lord, my time is not my time. My time is the time you have given me. It's your time and I want to use it well. Before I sign up for anything, before I say yes to all the things, I want to seek you first and just spend time praying. You will never regret time spent in the word or time spent in prayer. You'll probably regret the hours and hours searching on the internet and researching and checking this out and checking that out, but you will never regret spending. You will never waste, let's put it that way, time in the word. It is impossible to waste your time in the word. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Because we are like, you know, uh, really proficient at wasting time these days. The internet steals so much time from us, right? We think that we have all these time savers these days, but so much steals from our time. You will never waste your time if you are in the word or talking to the Lord in prayer. And then, like I said, listen to him. Be still. Be still before going out and being busy and wait on him. The more you spend time with him, the more you will be able to hear his voice. People always say, well, how do I discern? How do I make these choices? My answer is if you're spending time with him, it's going to be so clear. You'll know that it's from the Lord when you're in his word and you're in prayer. Like if you're going on the internet and you're searching things and then you're like, hmm, is this from the Lord? Probably not. He talks to you when he, you're in the word, when you're in prayer, when you're, you know, in that time that is focused on him. And so you will be able to hear him more clearly and you will be able to discern, as it says in Romans 12 too, be transformed by the renewal of your mind, which is being in God's word. And then you will be, um, you will be able to discern And so the more you spend time with him, the easier it is to hear his voice. The more you spend time in the world, the harder it is to hear his voice because those voices drown his out. So I would encourage you, spend time with him in prayer and in his word. And then he will gently lead you to the things that maybe he wants you to do with your time. You know, we have to have that mindset, that heavenly mindset and not that earthly one. And there have been times in my life, especially when my kids were younger, where maybe I felt a little insecure about my homeschooling journey. You know, I felt like I was under the microscope because we were homeschooling when my kids were little. You know, we got a lot of flack for that. And I felt like I had something to prove. And so I had to enroll my children in, you know, these classes and I had to make sure we did all these things so that they looked well-rounded and socialized, you know, so we could, you know, check off the boxes that we were doing all the stuff. And there was a season in my life where I felt very burnt out, very burnt out from all of the things. You know, I felt like we were just running around and I was like, hey, I thought we chose to homeschool. Why are we never home? And so over the years, I have really listened more to that inner voice, the voice that really comes from the Lord. And I am much more protective 
of my time and selective of my time. And I have no problem saying no to things. And I think when we always say yes to everything, you know, we feel like we don't want to let others down. And I think it makes us feel humble, but it's really not. It's really prideful when you're afraid to say no to others because you're you, at the at the end of the day you're just afraid what people will think and you feel like if you turn down things and you don't do everything then people are going to think lesser of you because you didn't say yes to helping with this thing or you didn't say yes to doing that thing or you didn't say yes to heading up that committee when your children are little please value your time as the time that God has given you with them. Because, you know, ask me how I know. I've got two grown children that are adults now. It goes so fast. I do have regrets about how I spent my time when they were little and the things that I kind of let get in the way because I thought I needed to do all the things. And now they're gone. And I'm like, you know what? Now, we did spend a lot of time together because we homeschooled. But I still feel like, you know what? It was never enough time. No matter how much time we spent together as a homeschool family, I still feel like time went so fast and I would have loved more time. Isn't that crazy? So, you know, value that time. Be with your children first. They are your mission field. They are your ministry first. Your family is always your ministry first. And so make sure you protect that time. And evaluate the activities that are coming into your life that you're going to say yes or no to and say to yourself, is this thing going to be a burden or is it going to bear fruit? And if busyness is a burden, that is a red flag. But if your busyness is bearing fruit and it's giving you even more energy to do the next thing and the next thing, then those are the good things, right? When we see the fruits of the Spirit coming out, if you're busy, but you're able to display love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, all these things in it, that's great. That means those are the things that God wants you to do. If your busyness is making you angry, tired, resentful, um, you know, prideful, Uh, you know, just upset all the time or overwhelmed. Those aren't the fruits of the Spirit. So those can't be the things that God is leading you to do. So you see the difference. So I would really encourage you at the start of this new season to sit down and evaluate What are your goals? What are your priorities? Are the things, you know, a lot of people that I talk to, especially in homeschool consulting, they're like, but we've just always done this thing. We've always done this co-op. We've always done this activity, whatever it is. So we just feel, I feel bad backing out of it. Just because you've always done it doesn't mean you always have to. Seasons change. Priorities change, life changes, or you may have evaluated that it's just time for that thing to end. And there's another part of that. Perhaps it doesn't have to end, but perhaps it's the season to take a break. Because sometimes we take a break from something and two things will happen. Either one, we realize how much we miss it and need it and how much of a blessing it was, and we're able to go back to it later, or we realize, hmm kids don't really miss that thing. (laughs) We were doing it just because we always did. And boy, it's great to not have to run out to that thing every Thursday or whatever it is. So it's okay to take a break so that you can evaluate, you know, maybe stepping back from something for a season so you can evaluate if it was needed or not. Or perhaps right now there's other things that are more important. So you have to shift 
your time. You know, we don't have, like I said, this infinite amount of time. We all have 24 hours in a day. How are we going to use them? You know, I, I always cringe when people say like, I just need one more hour in the day. Because I feel like that's just completely saying God didn't know what he was doing when he created 24 hours in a day. It's not that you need one more hour in the day because God created 24 hours in the day. And I don't believe he made a mistake by not giving us an extra hour. I believe we are supposed to evaluate those 24 hours and how we use them. This is what God has given us. How are we going to use it? And if that means shifting things for a season and being like, you know what? I just don't have time for it all right now. So I'm going to shift and take away something and focus on others. And maybe I'll bring it back one day and maybe I won't. And that is okay. See, we have to keep the perspective that God is at the center of all we do. Because when we are, you know, practicing Matthew 633, which is my life verse, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all of these things will be given to you. When you are actively you know, living that out and truly keeping God at the center of all you do, that will then overflow into your attitudes, your actions, your behaviors that will overflow into your life. That will determine how you schedule your time. That will determine the activities you allow. If you're following God first, see, we get very caught up in following the world first. Like I said, keeping up with the Joneses. Well, we've always done this or the neighbors do this and we feel bad if we say no and we have to be well-rounded. You don't have to say yes to everything. And like I said, in fact, it can turn into a prideful thing. It's not humble to say yes to everything. Humility is when you are doing things and following the Lord and not following your own selfish desire following other selfish desires, you know, you're really following him first and you are not caring what other people think actually, um, because you really only care what God thinks. And so you want to, uh, make sure that if you're truly living out a life that is seeking him first in all you do, that that is what will then lead you in your busyness. So for many of us, we, we start getting really busy because we feel like we have to do all the things. And like I said, our society pretty much glorifies busyness. We wear it as a badge of honor. You go to the grocery store and you see a friend and you're like, oh, how are you? And they're like, good, how are you? And what do we answer? I'm good, just so busy, so busy, you know? And it's like we wear it as a badge of honor. It is not a trophy. He who is busiest wins. We are not trying to one-up each other in our busyness, right? He who is the busiest is not the most successful, is not, you know, uh, looking any better in God's eyes because God knows the heart and he knows why you're doing the busy things. He knows the heart and what's the motivating factor because you want to glorify him in your life or because you're trying to glorify yourself or you're just trying to please everybody else or you don't even know. Sometimes people will just say to me, I don't know how I got here. My calendar is just so full. I don't even know how this started, but I feel like I can't get out of it. And so that's where you take a step back and you say, is God guiding me in these decisions? Is God guiding me in my schedule? Is God guiding me in all the things I do? So when I have certain seasons of busyness, like I said, I don't like being busy. I have such a homebody. I'm like, I just love when we have the whole day home. Now, those of you who know, I had like six weeks home. 
<laughs> recently because we had COVID in our family for a few weeks. I had car trouble for a few weeks, but I was home. And even being home though, and you know, being kind of forced to be still, it was like, all right, Lord, how do I use my time each day and use it well? Because now I really have this abundance of time and it's easy to waste that. I could waste an abundance of time like no one else. I could just get stuck doing something that's not really uh, something I need to be doing right then, you know, scrolling Instagram or just, you know, whatever it is. And so we can have all the time in the world and still waste it. So it's important to constantly go to the Lord. And when you are living for him and when he is your priority, it's not something you have to think about so much anymore. It just overflows like your life is an overflow of your relationship with the Lord so if your relationship with the Lord is really solid and good and growing and thriving and you're seeking him first your calendar and your schedule and and all those things those activities are going to follow that right like it's an outflow of your relationship with the Lord if you're kind of not you know spending time with the Lord and you're kind of not reading your Bible and you're just kind of you know in that kind of dry season of course you're going to feel overwhelmed and busy in your life because he's not centering you and grounding you he's not your foundation from which you choose to do all the things that you do and so You know, there's so many things out there that'll say, I'm going to give you, you know, the proper organization system, you know, buy this planner. Oh my goodness, for years was I a planner addict. I thought if I just had the best planner, then my life would be under control. It's not about the planner or the organization system. It's about the heart of the person who uses it, right? I have this plain old lined notebook now that I keep my list and my planner, uh, my schedule in my calendar. I could have the fanciest, most expensive planner and my life could still be out of control. See, we look for earthly things to solve uh, heavenly problems and what I'm, or spiritual problems, I should say. If our heart isn't following the Lord, there is no earthly system that can change that. But if our heart is following the Lord, then really any earthly system is going to work. The fanciest planner or the just plain spiral notebook like me. And so for years, I thought if I just get the right planner and I'd spent hours and hours researching and trying to find the right one and going to the stores and doing all the things. And then when I got that planner in my hand, whoo, how exciting to sit down and fill it out because it's a false sense of like, now I'm going to control my life. But if your heart isn't right, and mine always wasn't, that doesn't make a difference. That planner can't change your heart. The organization system can fix, you know, how you do things, but it's not fixing your motivation inside. And it's, you know, out of, you know, what is inside is then what outflows into your life. So it all goes back to walking with the Lord. So if you you hear like, oh, this this planning system, you know, buy this new planning system, buy this new list making system, buy this new organization system, and you will be able to control your busy life. None of those things will help if you aren't seeking the Lord first, because he's the one who's going to control your busy life. He's the one who's going to lead you. And like I said, there are certain seasons where I get really, really busy. This past, I just walked out of a busy season of travel, of, um, you know, events of doing a lot of things. I was exhausted physically. Oh my goodness. Then they were really busy. I was flying out to Colorado and, you know, flying home overnight, midnight flights and crazy stuff. 
And can I tell you, I had some of the best experiences and ministry opportunities I've ever had on these super busy trips. And I know without a doubt it's because God was leading me there. So I didn't have to, and and I I say this now that it's over because during it, I was like, this is too much. I don't want to do this. This is too busy. But when it's over, I'm like, oh, that's where God wanted me. Now, if God didn't want me there and I was doing all this crazy stuff, you know, because I had my own selfish ambition. Yeah, it's going to be a big problem. But when I saw the fruit of the ministry opportunities when it was over, bring it on. Give me that busyness again. Oops, be careful what I wish for, right? (laughs) Because I saw the fruit. And where there is fruit, you're going to be rejuvenated by, you know, the busy schedule. And I am walking back into a busy, a busier season. September is going to be kind of a busy month for us. But it's doing things that God has called me to do. See, that's the difference. I know that God has, I, I've prayed about these things. I've sat with the Lord and I've sat in his word. And I know that he's leading me to do these things. And so when it feels overwhelming or busy, busy, like, you know, ask me in a couple of weeks, I can just constantly remind myself, but this is where the Lord wants me. But this is where the Lord wants me. But if you're not spending time with the Lord, you're not even going to know if the Lord wants you there or not. The more you spend time with him, the more you hear his voice above all the noise of this world and even your own voice. And so it's really important. Like I said, that first step is to spend time with him. That first step is not to fill the calendar. The first step before you fill the calendar is to spend time with him, to let him lead you in those decisions. You'll be able to navigate your choices when you have him leading you. That is the way to live. That is the way to operate in busy times and in times of rest. And so, you know, this world will tell you that it's just normal to be busy. We're supposed to be busy. That's a successful life if you've got a full calendar. The world will look down upon rest. Believe me, we need rest. We need downtime. I cherish my, I sit on my porch. I'm not, I'm not um, apologizing for that. I sit on my porch some days with my coffee. I just look around and say, thank you, Lord. We need that. People are afraid to admit that. Like I said, we, it's our mantra. You see somebody, you're like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. It's okay to say, guess what? I had an afternoon to go out and read a book today. I had an afternoon to take a nap. It's okay. Let's stop glorifying being busy. Glorify the Lord in all you do. And so, you know, we need to remember we need rest. We need those things. A busy calendar does not equal uh, the life, you know, that we're all trying to show everybody that we live. Live for the Lord. Let him control your calendar. And so it's really important to remember um, busyness is good. Busyness is from the Lord. Busy for the sake of being busy is from the world. We want to be doing things for him. He, Like I said, he gave us a certain amount of time. We don't need to say, I just need more time. I'm so busy. You know, we don't need to uh, always blend in with the world and be like, yeah, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. 
You know what? When you see somebody and they say, how are you doing today? You can be like, great. I've got such great things going on. That's not boasting. You know, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. That's saying, great. You know, the Lord has given me wonderful opportunities and I'm grabbing them and I'm doing them. You don't have to, you, you don't have to feel ashamed because you're busy if you're being busy for the Lord. And you don't have to be ashamed if you're resting because you're resting for the Lord. Do all things unto him. So I want to just ask you today, are you feeling overwhelmed in your calendar? Are you feeling overwhelmed in your life? Have things been spiraling out of control? Sit with the Lord. Could you do me that favor and take like one hour to just go sit with the Lord? And Lord willing, that one hour hour will lead to others throughout the week where you'll spend time with him. Just just start with like not thinking about the calendar, not thinking about the stuff, and just start with like putting it at his feet. Being like, Lord, I want to live my life for you. I want every hour to be spent doing things for you. Not because you're trying to earn something from him, but because you have surrendered your life to Jesus and know your life is not your own, and now you live for him. And you just say, Lord, lead me in those things. Lead me in the things that bring me closer to you. Lead my family in the things that bring us closer to you. If things are drawing you away from the Lord, get rid of them. But if things are drawing you nearer to the Lord, those are the things you want to keep in your life. You know, anything that brings you closer to the Lord. Like even when I said I I traveled um, in the spring and it was kind of a crazy time and I was feeling so overwhelmed, those experiences brought me so much closer to the Lord. So he used some crazy busy times, but for his glory. And that's really the key, seeking him at the center of all you do. Don't get caught up in the world systems. Don't get caught up in what the world says is what you should be doing. Just get caught up in following him. So I hope this encouraged you today. I'd love to hear from you. Are you feeling just so busy? Are you overwhelmed with busyness? Will you sit with him and just surrender your calendar and your schedule and your life to him? surrender it all to him. If you do that, I want to hear. I guarantee you it's going to make a difference in your life. And then I want to hear from you. I want to hear how it's made a difference. If you truly surrender your life, surrender every activity, surrender your calendar, surrender your family to him and trust that he knows all you should be doing, you are going to see things change. So I'd love to hear from you. I hope that this encouraged you today. If it did, let me know. Comment wherever you're seeing this. Shoot me an email. You can even leave me a voice message at anchor.fm slash simply living for him. I would love to hear from you. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.